Welcome to Things You Should Have Heard with your hosts, Jeff, Amanda, and Logan. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Things You Should Have Heard, episode Hello. 27. You know, Hello. We're getting up there. We're getting up there. We're getting old. Yeah. Getting very old. Episode twenty sevens when uh twenty sevens when all those singers died though. Just saying. We survived <laughs> through that. What? Like uh Kirk like Kirk Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Janice Joplin, uh the door yeah. singer. Yeah, they all died at twenty seven. Yeah. Yep. Well that's a bummer. Yeah. I'm glad I so, didn't. So if you're a singer and you make it past twenty seven, it's like, whoa, guess I'm not that good. But no, a lot, a lot of famous ones have died at around 27 years old. I'm not laughing at it. I don't know. No, no, it's just a weird, <laughs> it's a weird fact that that's the age. A lot of what is it? Uh, yeah. 27 singer deaths. I forget the uh, mm. Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison. That's it. That's the other one. I don't. That's the old first 27 fact that came to my brain. Sorry. Like I didn't have anything for 26, and I kind of don't have anything for 28 either. Except like 26 was like your insurance gets cheaper. <laughs> Does it? Man, yeah, I don't it, remember it, that. It, it, for, it did for me. It was a big oh. drop when I had 26. I, I don't know why, but it's just yeah. Our our current. Like sure, I don't. Maybe X amount of years I haven't had a, a claim, so it dropped. It could just been coincidence. But we had our insurance company dropped dropped us, not dropped us, but the insurance provider left the state of Kentucky. So we had to yeah. get new insurance. And my cousin <laughs> called me back. He goes, oh, I got bad news. I found it $280 cheaper per year. Is that okay? I'm like, oh, fine, I guess. So now by it dropping us, we saved almost 300 bucks a, a year. It's like, okay, that works. Hmm. Like, hmm. and then it, then it was one of those like, who is it? Uh, is it Flow that does the, the the comparison? Progressive. Yeah. Yes. But but what what is new with you all? Oh, nothing. I wish there is some exciting news, but I don't have none. Yeah, I got not. I got I got nothing either. Yes, nothing you really. You high five to B. Yeah. Oh, you high five to B. I did. Well. You, well Never mind. I don't want to say it that way because it doesn't sound right. But <laughs> <laughs> way to take something innocent and joyful. Uh, slap hands. Slap hands. Yeah. I, I was high fiving bees, honey bees. Well, not honey bees, bumblebees. They're friendly. Yeah. Howdy, partner. <laughs> we just won. Our first playoff game. Okay. That's exciting. That's the that score. Uh, I twenty-four to twelve, I think. Okay. I think nice. That sounds right. That's always that exciting. Wrong. Somewhere around there, twenty-four twelve. Yep. The I I didn't win when I played football, uh, any playoff games. So my son went in was the uh, I coach. I was coaching. That counts. But that was the well, first time I won better. a playoff game. Yeah. First time we've I've been a part of a winning playoff game. Now we play the New England Patriots of the league this weekend, so it's not looking promising. But you know what? Either or, we had a good season. We had a fun season. Well, that's good. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. We we won mm -hmm. one. Our first win was still more than the Bengals, so that's at least a plus. Yeah, even if you don't win them all, at least you win some. More than last year. Last year's team only won three. So step in the right direction. Next year's team could very well be a very good team. Yeah. Eight of our starters are fifth graders. Then if all those kids return, it could be an interesting season. And then my mother-in-law had knee replacement surgery today. So I've been up a long day. Long so time you've today. Had quite a lot going on. Yes, we have. Our puppies tore up everything. We've had basketball as well. On our days off of football, we've had basketball. And the past four days, the kids were on fall break. Outside of that, not a whole lot's going on. 
Uh, Mother-in-law's knee, knee replacement surgery okay. went well. That's good. So, came out of that okay. You know, there's a thing I read. I don't know how long ago it was I read it, but they did knee surgery on two different people. And one of them, they actually did knee surgery. The other one, they just did the incision, but they didn't actually do the knee surgery. And the person who didn't actually have the knee surgery and thought they did have the knee surgery actually did better than the other person. <laughs> that actually fun. had the knee surgery. Hmm. Well, that's like, what is it? The, the what, Remember in G.I. Joe, when you hurt one twin, the other one hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same concept. I wonder if that okay. works for Kyle. Try it. Just go punch him and then call his brother. Hello. Hey, did, did your arm hurt? You feel that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how funny would that be? Yeah, it is kind of sore. Why? <laughs> but I'd be the person texting him going, hey, say your arm hurts. Just, I'll tell you later. Yeah, I know. Just mess with him. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Thank you. Good joke. <laughs> to text his brother. Just put him up to it. Don't explain why. Just say, hey, just, just agree with me. Okay. All right, buddy. No, that's what's what we meet up to. But we are kind of at the point of taking uh, then this is our last episode and we're going to take a break. We that Amber episode, mm-hmm. that four hour tour Amber episode took a lot out of us. And then the death of Podcoin killed a lot of our momentum we've had lately. Yeah. Sad. So oh, I, yeah. Yeah, we just need to uh, recharge our batteries. Yep. You know? So after this episode, uh, we're going to take a little bit of vacation. Take some weeks off. Re- recharge the old batteries. Regroup. Rethink. Yep. See how, uh, see, see what maybe, you know, maybe we need to start making some changes. We'll hit the old Twitters and uh, ask for some suggestions. And then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Might come back the same way. Might come back a little different. Might go live. I don't know. Might just stream, you know, Twitch it and then play, you know, release yep. the Twitch. Who knows? Because I don't. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, that's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be interesting. Get more people involved, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll 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 go fishing with the ideas. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how things go. But uh, on that note, start us off, Amanda. Woohoo! Yay! Okay, so. The one, the story I found was a woman was reunited with um, a her dog. phone. Uh, no, it was a phone. Different story. Um, and she. Her iPad. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an iPhone to me. No, go fish. Uh, no, go fish. <laughs> what was it? Why don't you tell us? Me. Yeah. Why, why was you tell was us? it her phone? I did say phone. Yeah, oh, yeah Jeff totally got it. <laughs> it was? Nailed it was the phone? Yeah, oh, Jeff, nailed it. So, yes. Man, it was amazing, Jeff. Awesome. Okay, she, yeah. she reunited it with so, her phone. Yeah. Reunited and it feels... <laughs> yep, let the tears flow. Okay, so there is a woman... <laughs> a woman was um, reunited with the last text messages from A coin kiosk. No, stop ruining my story. You don't ever hear me ruining your story. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go. Mm-hmm. You mean Devin's story? Uh, oh, that's yeah, exactly that's right. right. No, <laughs> I found my own tonight. Oh, you did? Good for you. I did. I'm so proud. Okay. So, okay. reunited so, with her Microsoft uh, tablet. Word key. No, iPhone, I think. Oh, okay. iPhone. Okay. Yeah, so... um, I lost track. Okay, so... <laughs> You're about to tell the Razor flip phone story. Oh, those were terrible. No, we they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. We Mine kept breaking. Mandy kept... had one. Broke. Those things were indestructible. No, they, yeah, they just didn't work for me. Okay, know. she got her iPhone okay. back. iPhone. Anyway, right. yeah, so she had originally lost... Oh, it is an iPhone. Okay, she originally lost the iPhone after it fell overboard during a river float trip Whoops. in 2018. And her husband dived into the water and tried to retrieve the cell phone, but she, he couldn't. So when Erica realized the device was gone, along with all the last text messages from her father, who died from leukemia, um, like I think that month, that same month he died of leukemia at the age of 63, it really, you know, really hurt her because she couldn't see those anymore. She couldn't. She didn't have her phone. She didn't have her pictures. Nothing. So. 
a year later, um, this year in September, Michael Bennett, who's no relation, was scuba diving in the Edisto River. I think that's how you say it. And saw a large rock in eight feet of murky water. And when he saw a phone lanyard trailing behind it, he managed to uncover the lost iPhone. And he said he's found hundreds of phones in his dives, but most of them don't turn on. So he figured it wouldn't, it would never work. So Michael, who is a full-time YouTuber, took the iPhone with them and plugged it into a charger and the device turned on. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, he's the man plus river guy, right? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've watched so, him. The thing is, the phone was in one of those cases. Uh, Otterbox? Um, no, it was one of those where water can't get in it. Okay. Lifeproof? Yeah. Waterproof? And um, so river he was proof. able to... Yeah, riverproof, whatever. How do you fit a Razer flip phone in a waterproof case? It fits fine. Oh, okay. It's smaller than iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since he did not know, um, when he plugged it into the charger and the device turned on, he didn't know the iPhone's password, so he removed the SIM card and inserted it into a different phone, and he found Erica's cell phone number by retrieving her contacts, and then he um, he ended up calling her, and she thought it was a spam call at first, and she couldn't believe that he actually found the phone, so he delivered the phone, and she was reunited with her messages from her father and all of her pictures and yeah this guy's amazing he he finds a lot of stuff he actually he was it was that one story i did uh like a month ago the same thing where um guy had drowned in the pool remember that one jeff Mm -hmm. yeah so this guy is absolutely amazing i I love watching his videos he's on facebook he finds a lot of weapons that have been used in cases Active really? cases, yeah. You know what I love about him, though, uh, is when he goes down, even when he sees garbage, he makes sure he gets the garbage. Mm-hmm. Always collecting garbage. Cool. He has, he has like, a, a bag for collectibles, like something that might be worth something, or, you know, that like the phones and stuff. And then he has a bag usually for garbage. Oh, yeah. Old coins. That's everything. really cool. Yeah, he said he, he, found, he finds a lot of phones, but none of them really work. But this one was one of one of those waterproof cases, so that's probably why it was able to turn back on. Yeah, he found a a case once, and got up out of the water and opened it, and it wasn't in it that there that long, and the phones were still charged, and there was huh. keys. There was like three or four phones and keys in there. Yep. So he called one of them on one of the phones and got a hold of someone. Like he called a number in the phone, and they got through however it happened, they got back to them and ended up being, they were just about to call a tow truck company because those were the keys to the car that they drove down in. Yeah. It was a group of like six people that put in the lockbox. Yeah. I know exactly. And they went out of town. They went out of town to this area and they were about to call a tow truck company or because I don't think the police would unlock the, but even if they unlocked the car, they still couldn't start it. So they had one. um, I saw one recently of his where he found uh, it was the same thing. It was like a case. Guy's phone was in there and his wallet finds the guy, obviously, because his license is there. It gives him everything back. He's like, oh, yeah, check, make sure everything's there. And and guy opens up and he's he's like flipping like 100, 200, 300, 400. He's like, but there's more money in here than there was before. And he totally, he just, he put money in the guy's wallet. Oh, wow. Yeah, he just, he gave the guy like an extra like 200, 300 bucks. Dang. That's funny. Yeah. Just to see what the guy's reaction would be, you know. So did he let him keep the money? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Give me that back now. It's just a joke. (laughs) Nah, nah, you let him keep it. Yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. So what do you got there, Logan? What story do you have first? Oh, gosh. If I can find it again. Here it is. So, you all know... Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I agree. We were yeah. talking about in Toys R Us how they used to sell the Ouija boards. Because I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want one. And my mom was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Toys R Us. 
Mm-hmm. It's coming back. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, the not not ours is not in the same. No, they're location. only coming back in um, <laughs> like a significantly fewer location yeah. and a completely different uh, type of store. Yeah, format. It's not going to be some huge, massive, big box. Of it's going to focus stores. on. Yeah, it's just going to focus on like the stuff people really care about. Yeah, like a ton of board games. I want a place that has every board game. It's just going to be a wall of Ouija boards. Yeah, Ouija boards and Legos. They always had a crap ton <laughs> of Legos. That was one good place to get Legos. At least ours had a ton of Legos. Yeah, they did have a lot of Legos. But I love looking at the board games because they always had fun board games. Yeah. So what do you got for us, Logan? So, Whirlpool. Everybody know the company Whirlpool? See. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard this story before. No, they, Go ahead. they have a program called uh, Care Counts. And what this program is, is uh, they, they heard that, I guess there was a study uh, nationwide with teachers, that one in five students struggle with access to clean clothes. And that leads to students missing school, lower grades, and actually increases the chances and the likelihood of a child dropping out seven times more than normal. So with this Care Counts laundry program, what we do, and I think it's in its fifth year, I believe, they donate laundry machines to schools. I have seen this. Yeah. That's a really smart idea. So this year, they identified... Uh, I believe, I want to say 82 schools around the country that they felt needed this program. And so they, they donated. And so last year, actually, sorry, this year, so analyzing the most recent data from the 2018-2019 school year, Whirlpool found more promising results from this program. So what the three results that I'll share is uh, participating high-risk elementary school students attended more than one more day of school per month during the program, projecting to 11 more days per year. These 11 extra days in school for students can make the difference between getting back on track academically or falling significantly behind. The program contributed to increased attendance rates with three out of four high-risk elementary school participants missing less school missing more than one day of school a month can mean missing the lesson on learning how to count with classmates or even how to read basic sentences so it's very important and over two-thirds of participating elementary school students at risk for chronic absenteeism had an increase in their grades during the program so they're getting a lot of positive feedback with this program it's really making a difference oh yeah so i thought that was pretty cool you know, really there's cool. no real incentive for them to do it. You know, so it's just mm. nice to know that that they are. <laughs> it's good PR. Well, that and yeah, I mean, it, it comes back yeah. in one way or the other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If people say, yeah. oh, I love Whirlpool. I'm, next one I'm going to get is going to be a Whirlpool. We have here not the laundry, but we have what's called a care closet. And we actually are the ladies who run and the, the, the fellows that run our basketball team help out uh, mandy has donated a uh, donated well we have donated the boys old clothes but we've also um she's volunteered at one of the care closet events where they you, know, you donate your old clothes and they take clothes to schools for in the same thing they don't clean the clothes but at least it allows kids to walk in like hey i you know i i don't have a lot and they could go in and, and basically go shopping for new clothes or, or you know, gently used type stuff. We cool. also yeah. have it set up at, there's like, we'll, we'll call it a kiosk in some of the poorer areas of, of the area. And people walk up with their kids and they just basically go through and go shopping. Where the, my, when my wife was working it, she was saying that, uh, that the, the, this little kid was like so happy she got like a shirt she liked and it was new and she was tickled absolutely tickled that she got this brand new shirt and, and my wife mandy was saying she's just, it's crazy to think that you know that this is extreme you know for our kids they'd be like oh you got me a shirt okay thanks 
for. But this kid was so excited to get a brand new shirt because that's not something they get that often. That's really cool. Yeah. So while while the Whirlpool thing is a big PR, but at, yeah. at the same time, props to them for even doing it because they don't have to do it. And I'm sure there's tax and all blah blah blah, but they're putting it to to a good use. Yeah. And and it's showing it, it, it it's showing it's working because you know a lot of these kids parents don't might do laundry once a month or it, it, they probably don't have washer and dryer at their house period so that's huge and a kid's self-esteem when they show up to school and nice clean smelling clothes because i i remember our we had a fire in our house the ashes from the fireplace cut fire how it was out for a week but yet still did uh, it was sitting in a chair in the corner of the kitchen why it was in the chair in the corner of kitchens beyond me i didn't put it there but it was there and all of a sudden, the chair's on fire, and the wall's on fire, and smoke's billowing through the house. So the next day I went to school, all my clothes reeked of smoke. Oh, no. Yeah, we just didn't have, you know, didn't have time or didn't think about that part until I woke up the next morning, and everything in the house smelled of smoke. It took a week, probably, or a lot more mm, geez. to get the Damn. smell. <laughs> it didn't do really much damage, just torched the wallpaper and the chair. But, but yeah, I, I completely get that... Uh, you know, the need for, for stuff like that. And especially in a lot of these inner city schools where they might not, you know, parents might not even be involved. So that's, that's cool on their part. And and at the same time, it's crazy that that's even needed. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a really great idea though. Just to have them there so you can use them. And I wonder how it works. I don't know. Did Um, set day the kids bring, did it say? It, like, hey, everybody bring your it. kit clothes on Tuesday or bring an outfit and we'll take care of it or. Uh, let me find it again. Because I, I know in one. <sighs> I can't remember the school and it, it was like. A, oh, <sighs> I'm trying to jog my memory. I can't think of it. it. Anyways, it was like an inner city school and they showed this classroom and it was lined with washer and dryers. And that was kind of a class was long you know that that class period kids would come and be able to do laundry so it wasn't a like taboo thing like oh my gosh you got your you know everybody was doing it just so it took away the stigma of like you have to go to school to wash your clothes where everybody was just washing their clothes at school yeah it doesn't uh doesn't break down that gotcha still a cool story it is a really cool story i think it's a great idea yeah yeah, just reread it. Yeah, it doesn't break down okay. how the actual program works, but it, it is washers and dryers. And because there's 850 yeah. kids at at our elementary school, think about having no laundry for 850 kids. Mm. I'm, and then we're, I'm sure we're not a huge school in the scheme of things, too. I'm sure there's bigger cities have way more kids. Cool, cool, cool. Nice story, Mister Logan. Yeah. Now mine is not a I guess it's a positive story. It's a crazy story in my book. So I lost 110 pounds in about a year and a month, five years, six years ago. And in that process, now I didn't really jog or run up to that point in my life because with sports, I was a lineman. I hated that concept of running. I wasn't a runner. But in the process of losing weight, I hit that wall, that proverbial wall that you always hit. And I knew I had to go from walking to jogging. So I started to jog. And then I didn't mm-hmm. mind it. I actually kind of liked it a little bit. You know, I started burning calories, started losing the weight, yada, yada. Well, then I did my first 5K, which I think was, I don't know how many days it took me to do it. But it was, we'll say 45 minutes or 52 minutes to do my first 5K. There was a trillion people. Fourth of July, it was 1,000 degrees. So I did my first 5K. So then in the process, my last 5K I did. I did it in 32 minutes, which my goal was to break a half hour. So I ended up doing it in 32 minutes. I And I did a 10K that year in an hour and 10 minutes. And, and that was in Cincinnati. And there was, a, okay. there was thousands of people doing that. So that's 5.2 miles. I did it in about an hour and, wow. an hour, hour and 10 minutes. I have jogged a half marathon before in my neighborhood and I did it in two and a half hours. Now this was not based off my phone. You know, I'd have that a run app 
that would track how much I ran. And it ended up being a little over half half a marathon. And it was, I want to say, two and a half, 245-ish. Well, a 34-year-old Kenyan was the first person, and this is recent, to yeah, finish a marathon in one hour and 59 minutes, 40 seconds. Yeah. That he's the first person ever to break the sub two hour mark. He held the previous record in two hours, one minute, 39 second last year, and he finished in 159.40. His name is Elid Kip, oh, Kip Choge, K I P C H O G E. That was probably as close as I'm going to get. Kip Cho. Kip Cho. Yeah, that probably sounds right. His pace was four minutes and 33 second mile. I think my fastest Crazy. mile was like nine and a half. <laughs> four yeah. thirty-three sub two hour marathon. That is crazy. And two hours. I struggled to do a half marathon in the time he did a full marathon. <laughs> uh, we'd be crossing insane. the line at the same time. I'm like, all right, that's it. We're halfway. And he'd be like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, one more, well, one more lap. No, I'm good. I'm good. I already did. Yeah. I just saw that and was thinking. I just looked it up. It's Eliod Kipchoge. Okay. Nicely said. He's, yeah. and, he's th- and he's 34. It's <laughs> not like he's like some 22 year old kid. He's 34 years old. No kidding, man. That's crazy. I saw that on the news. Uh, uh, like I think it was an ISPIN. It's like wow, uh, because that's one that just never thought would be done uh, for a long time was the sub two hour. And then they slowly started it, you know, getting closer and closer and like, you know, that might actually happen. That's just insane. Yeah. I can't imagine. I just, cause I was originally training in my mind. I thought was, I would love to do a triathlon, a small one, and then hopefully build up. A long dream was like Ironman credit. Very long dream. And, and that has a marathon in it. <laughs> so I think after that time, I did like that half marathon. And it took me a couple of days to do. I was like, yeah, I don't know if that Ironman dream is going to pan out. <laughs> <laughs> I was never worried about the swim part. I, I don't know why. I'm sure it was a confidence I shouldn't have had. Because I've always been able to swim. I always thought, ah, you know, no, that swim part would be easy. Yeah. For me, in the running part, I, I honestly, I think I would have been able to do. Uh, if I put my mind to it, it was the biking part. My butt just couldn't handle the bike. Could never sit on a bike for more than 10 miles without it just being extreme pain. Hmm. And that was with padded shorts and an additional pair of shorts. So I wasn't seen in padded shorts. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you started the story, I thought you were going to be talking about um, Bridget Koski, or Koski, and she broke the women's world record at the Chicago Marathon last Sunday. Um, Chicago Marathon? Yes, yeah, she did. I think no, it was no, like, where he did. Oh, he? No, I don't. I have no clue. It could have been. I would um, probably good potential if it just happened, because um, that, that was just this past weekend. And uh, she did two hours and 14 minutes, and I don't know how many seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the um, the last one was two hours and 15 minutes, um, however many seconds. That's crazy. That's still, wow. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I don't know. I think it was 17 years. 17 years that that record held. So it's not like these people are breaking the record every time, you know? It's not like people yeah, are getting better every year. It's crazy. Because that is, it's, what was I watching? Like the pitchers. I was watching a special about uh, pitchers in baseball and how they're saying how that 105 miles per hour, 106 miles per hour is kind of, we're right now reaching the limit. Not because of the way the player or the strength, but just Mm -hmm. the tendons in the arm can't take much more. Yeah. so that 105 is kind of 106-ish is, I think, pretty close to, I think they said, the max a human arm can handle it until they figure out a way to, I guess, maybe strengthen it. So, yeah, they're saying some records just 
they're going to be hard to beat. Uh, his was in Vienna. I keep searching yeah. through trying to. Yeah, I see it. No, I actually see it here. He did that on Saturday. She did this one on Sunday. And uh, it says here on hers that her time would have been the men's world record back in 1964. And in that race, she would have only been beaten by 22 runners uh, in the men's race. Hmm. Crazy. That's insane. Isn't it? I I mean, a two-hour marathon is insane in my book anyways. I think I struggled to drive that in a two-hour Anything shorter than 24 hours seems crazy to me. I know. Because I'd be like, I got to stop. I got to go to the motel and go to bed. I'll pick up where I start tomorrow. It's just, it's it's dumbfounding to know that I did a half marathon in two and a half hours. Yeah, I was still like. <laughs> yeah, that's it? just, There's I no saw that. I just, I, my jaw hit the floor. Because I'm, Now, I know I'm slow. I know I'm slow. So that's not like, oh my gosh, I did it in two and a half hours. Hey. But no, I completely get I'm I'm on the slow side. But just, I've been around track and field my whole life, you know, not my whole life, but my adult life kind of through, I coached and I coached my nephew and then I, I still hold the school record in discus. So I still kind of pay attention a little bit. Not that I'm like NFL paying attention, but I still pay attention. And I'll, I'll graze when they talk about it on ESPN, I'll, I'll graze to see what what's going on. And like the distances, the throwers are running, that type of stuff. But two hours, like because with the Boston Marathon and the New York Marathon, you know, I still pay attention to that. I've had family run in the Boston Marathon before. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. No clue why they would do the Boston. They always did the Boston one. And I don't know why. We just, hmm. they went up and did it. So we have some people in my family are runners. Not many. Not the, like the current class of my family. I mean, they might run the dinners about it. Yeah, I usually just pass over ESPN. And then, uh, I mean, unless I see like bowling or cornhole or the axe tossing, and then I just kind of like. Axe tossing is coming up. We just got a new place right up the street, like 15 minutes from my house. We got an axe throwing place. I I find it relaxing to watch because there's just. I love the official, like, the ref for axe. And he just walks up and he's like, hi. (laughs) Just like that's what it sounds like. It's good. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, he just says the score of like where the axe hit. He'd be like, 10, 9, 8. But he just kind of walks up all official like, dip, 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 9. It's like, okay, thanks. Because the camera just didn't quite tell us that. <laughs> hey, did you see the ump get beamed by that ball? Mm-hmm. That happens more than you think. No, this was in um the uh, whatever game, whatever between. Last uh, night? Uh, yeah. Um, Green, Green Bay Lions. Detroit Lions. I got, guy got beamed. Came off the bat and nailed him in the mask, oh, no, like okay. right below Sorry. the jaw. Sorry, that's baseball. So oh that's yeah, I'm talking about umpire. Yeah. Uh, that happens more than you realize too. Not necessarily. Well, he tried to, beam, but he tried hit. to keep going on, and uh, he eventually was like, "Nah, I got to stop." Diagnosed the concussion. Dang. I believe it. Wow. I believe it. It was a world World Series. I've, uh, well, are we in the World Series? Are we still in playoffs? Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Just this, the series in general. Uh, I, th- was, I think the Nationals played last night. I think that's it might have been the game last night. Either or. Yeah, I, I know. I've seen it before. I've seen them where the ball would get stuck in the up. catcher's mask. But the, the, the umps in the catcher's helmets only... The catcher goes lower than the ump, usually. The catchers now yeah. wear a hockey style mask and it covers a lot more because it, it's all one unit back in when i was a kid the big thing was like a two-piece you'd have a helmet and the mask would go over the helmet and i told my dad i don't i don't want that i want a one piece because that's annoying to constantly be putting it on the helmet and adjusting and it would slide around as you run and i'm like no i'm i'm a big kid i want a one piece and now that and, uh, and my, funny enough people made fun of me for having a one piece they're like, why would you do that? Everybody has this. And now everybody's the one piece. <laughs> it was uh, Astros Yankee. Okay. Yeah. So then the the umps kind of still go with the old school a little bit. So they don't have quite as much kind of from that protect the neck. And then they sit above the catcher. So when they're down in stance watching, they look over the shoulder of the catcher. So if it misses the catcher, it's hitting the ump. No, because I was at the Reds game. Well, I mean, I was at the Reds game where the ump died. Because really? we thought he just got hit by a foul ball. 
Yeah. But yeah. Oh, nope, we were wrong. Wow. He, had a heart attack. he had a heart attack. On the field. Wow. So that's why I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's happened before. They've been hit before. I've seen one had to leave the game. He got, uh, uh, you know, foul ball to the neck, foul ball right to the chin area. And, and those, you know, 100 miles per hour pitch. And then some of those guys have over 100 mi- miles per hour swing. Uh, that's a hell of a, a, you know, from what, three, oh, four yeah, foot? Yeah. So I, I, I can completely understand. Yeah, that was the gotcha. second time he actually got hit in the game, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he got hit in the head the first time. I think he got hit in the chest. Yeah, I've been hit in the mm. head multiple times. I think that explains a lot, actually. But I mean, it, 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 but little kids ball, it, it hurts, but it does. You know, it's just uh, you know, you're well, I think the play. controversial bit about this one is there's no backup umps. And because this is the series oh. and everything like that, now they're down an ump, so they didn't have an ump in another position because someone had to rotate down to the plate. Good point. Usually there's a rotation, but they rotate internally. You know, like that game, the guy's behind the plate, so yeah. the next game he might be at first base. And you know, but yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. never even thought about that. that right. ex- I think that meant like there was no ump. Probably, I'm say probably incorrectly. I think it was third. Third, yeah, that probably makes sense because the home plate would would move over if there was a play at the plate or at the third bag, or the you know, depending on depending on the play. It's yeah. easy to cover third, seconds, first and second are the more popular ones. Yeah, so now there's a big discussion about needing, you know, backup yeah. umps for at least the World Series games, yeah. you know? I 100%, that would make sense. And it's one of those, till it happens, you're like, oh, you know, I never really thought that we need a backup. It's never, I don't think it's ever happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. Hmm. But it doesn't hurt to have a five-man rotation, maybe, instead of, or yeah, have someone a, sitting off on so, the side. Yeah, because it's the same with football. I don't know if they necessarily have a backup of an um, a ref goes down. I know it's happened. Like you know, I've, in, I can't. Th- I remember the game. It happened over the weekend. It wasn't NFL, but a ref got in the way of the guy cut the pass, and he was in front of the runner. The runner grabbed the ref and used him as a lead blocker. <laughs> yeah, and the ref turned around like, really, really, come on. <laughs> I mean, it was brilliant. The ref got in the way. The refs are part of the field. So probably could have got dinged for grabbing a ref. But at the same time, he could have said, I, I, dude, I saved you from getting drilled because I was right behind you. But, uh, no, that's that's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to see where the person wasn't covering, but uh, this article is kind of convoluted. But third, it did third take base them. sounds right. First and second is the, the key plays. I would assume so. And yeah. the second base uh, uh, can easily turn towards third. And then usually, if there is a play towards third, the the plate umpire um, was kind of mosey. That too. yeah, yeah. It, it did take them twenty room. minutes to figure out what they were going to do, though. I believe it. It's never happened, so yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, my guess during the World Series, there definitely will be a backup. And baseball games are long as it is. And that's the they're trying to shorten them up, but you can only do so much. That's why there's a, a basically a pitch clock now. Once <clears> the ball gets back to the pitcher, you only have X amount of time. Yeah. The batter can't be out of the box for blah blah blah. Yeah, there's a whole uh Oh yeah. Whole big thing now just to speed the game up because it takes so long. We talk about get. four hours just to Yeah, I've been know. to some four hour games. Yep. I've been to some six hour games. Uh we leave by then. <laughs> because I usually don't pay for tickets, so we leave by then. <laughs> Family. I I I've been lucky. There's not many like baseball. I have a cousin that works for the Reds. So when a, my friend came in from uh, Scotland, I messaged her and said, "Hey, did, does he know of any deals?" Or I was I wasn't looking for free tickets. I was just looking like, you know, is there a code or something? Just yeah. You know? And then she said, "There'll be two tickets at will call." I was like, "Oh, well, thank nice. you very much. That's not exactly what I meant, but I appreciate it." Take it. Yeah, and we were in about ten rows behind home plate. Nice. We were sitting where the scouts sit. So we had really good seats. Not in the Richie Rich seats, but we had good seats. I don't think I've ever sat that close to the field. So, yeah, it's we're a baseball family. And that's just one of those I never thought about that. But like you said, it's never happened. Now, when the ref passed away at the game I went to, they stopped the game. So that, that, that issue didn't come up. I know it's happened in regular season games, but a regular season game in the middle of the season is not that big of a deal. Yeah. 
So I, I have to say, I um, Devin was cleaning out Graydon's room, and this has a tie-in to baseball. Uh, number of years ago, my my team, the Phillies, were World Series champions. Mm-hmm. And so uh, fast forward some more years, and uh, Graydon's little, and I see a, a Cole Hamels, uh, little uh, uh, baseball player stuffed animal. It just happened to be Cole Hamels, and Cole Hamels was pitching for that that team. Uh, and he he wasn't on the Phillies anymore. But I was like, oh, it's just it's it's a baseball player to him. It'll just mm-hmm. be a Phillies baseball player. Got it. Never played with it. Never played with it. Right. She's cleaning out the room this week and rediscovers it. Graydon sees it. Immediately latches on. This kid's been carrying it everywhere with him. <laughs> everywhere. I put him to bed two nights ago. He is screaming at me. I can't go to bed. I can't go to bed. So, bud, it's bedtime. You have to go to bed. I can't go to bed. I, I have to find Cole Hamels. I have to find <laughs> Cole Hamels. He's running around the house screaming for Cole Hamels. Cole. Cole. <laughs> Hamels. Hamels, where are you? <laughs> I swear to God, this kid. He doesn't even know who Cole Hamels is. <laughs> He's like, there's no, it says Hamels on the back, right? That's uh-huh. all, and yeah. his number, that's all. And that's But funny. he's obsessed with this thing now, carries it everywhere. He wanted to take it in the car with him. So like, okay, but it can't come into the store. He like asked, okay, can I bring it to the, no, you cannot bring Cole into the store. All right, Cole, <laughs> you stay here. I'll see you in a little bit, Cole Hamels, okay? Oh, uh, that's funny. I swear this kid is. Did he have hilarious. his piggy face on when he d- said that? <laughs> that was Asher with the piggy <laughs> face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Graydon had Captain America. Hey, uh, props. Tell him. Tell him. I'm. I appreciate that. Matt, that's he chose still my that. skin in my. I know. I appreciate it. That's still my skin in Minecraft. That's my favorite, probably superhero. No, he did. He did say, "I want Captain America. Uh, I want um. I want Iron Man." I was calling it Iron Man. I said, "No, that's Captain America, dude." Iron Man is red. And Can't gold. always be right. It's okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's he's obsessed with these. A creature, uh, Bleacher Creatures. That's the company that makes these things. Bleacher Creatures. And I got to tell you, that's, they're cool. You know, like, it, yeah. I don't you know. I got it because it was just a baseball player. But they do more than just a the baseball. They do basketball, football, um, more than just sports. Of just plushes of of people, but uh, post one here in Facebook. <laughs> this is the first thing I found. Of the, I typed in the uh, the bleacher creatures, and yeah. this is one of the first images that showed up. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. <laughs> yep, the Jesus one. Yeah, Jesus they one. have a they have a <laughs> Jesus bleacher creature. Uh, they have the Rocky cast from uh, Rocky. Ivan Red Drago, Macho Man. Uh, let's see who was that. Cassius, who was that? Uh, who did Rocky beat the black guy? Um, they have politicians. Uh, I think they have Paul, Bernie, Paul Mr. T's character. Yeah, I see the politicians one. That's funny. I've never seen those before, but I mean, the boys are past. They have uh, R B G, Ginsburg. <sighs> Uh, no, they, and they do all. It's not like it's like oh, they have a little Supreme Court justice. No, they have got they got Trump, they got Clinton. I think they have a Sanders. I think you know, you just look that they got a million of them. But funny. they have some, they have some pretty cool ones. Like and they have throwbacks. Like they have uh, Allen Iverson and everything. Seventy Sixers jersey. Yeah, they probably uh, get the fan favorites for certain cities. Yeah, right now I don't think I think they do it by season. Um, because if you go oh, on, sure. they don't have any major league baseball right now, but I know that they've had them in the past, you know, uh, foosball and pretty soon basketball. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball season about to start. So I have a Philly fanatic hand puppet from them. <laughs> Braden uh, is obsessed. Re- yeah. I remember when he was released. Oh, I love the Philly fanatic. I, okay. You know what? Look, even if you're not a Phillies fan, it is hard to dispute. He is the best mascot. I'm not even an ice skating fan. Ice skating. But that's now. What are you talking about? That's baseball. 
mascot is the you're, best. You're no, you're thinking Grizzy. Who are you thinking right now? Who do you uh, think the Philly fanatic is? No, I, I am. I'm thinking. No, yeah. Philly I'm fanatic gr- is gritty. green. You're I'm thinking, thinking yes, gritty. not Grizzy. Gritty. You're thinking gritty for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, see, I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> yeah. So people people were really upset about that guy at first. Gritty. People went nuts. But well, I'm but I'm thinking like in Philly they went nuts, and I'm like, what what about gritty? is so different from when the Philly fanatic was introduced I, right, for the yeah, Philly. I, I agree. Like, now I just completely over. Yeah. The Philly fanatic's great. He's probably oh, the best mascot in baseball. Hands down. Oh dude. I, and, and I just rediscovered it on YouTube and old, uh, I had this VHS I'd play all the time and it was just, it was the Philly fanatic, like really poorly made home video of just following the <laughs> Philly fanatic around his mom, Phoebe was in it, but it was just the uh, same, yeah. you know, costume with a dress on <laughs> and it was so poor. It's him telling you, it's very poorly made, but I was obsessed with it. You know, him driving around on his four wheeler cruising around mm-hmm. Philadelphia, hands down. One of the best mascots ever. <laughs> They don't, and they don't do it like they used to. He used to go around and he used to like mess with the other players oh, yeah. and the Screw other coaches the and the coaches would come and you couldn't tell if you, if they were being in the joke or if they Time were actually getting sorta. pissed because they would come out and start smacking them mm-hmm. and like get away from, you know, where we're at and like throw baseballs at them and stuff like that. And he'd drive around on this four wheeler. And there was one that was really a really famous clip. It's a, it's a, a stuffed dummy. Of the coach, I can't remember the team, but it was a blue and gray. Uh, the Dodgers might have been the Dodgers. Usually, he always screwed with Tommy Lasorda. I th- oh, that's probably who it was. And he was like, he was beating up on the dummy and smacking him around, <laughs> and like body slamming him. And so the coach just comes out and just full on blows into the Philly fanatic and knocks him down, and like smashes him, and then takes the dummy and starts oh. smashing the Philly fanatic with the dummy. And that just showed up in the video I'm watching about him. Did yeah. You know they have a thing called rage yoga. Rage yes. yoga. Rage. What's Harness that? Harnesses the power of beer and swearing to relieve stress. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Different. <laughs> yeah. That's the exact one. That's the exact clip. Uh, I 100% think the Lasorda would be in on it. Yeah, I, I kind of do, but he did it in such a good way that, yeah. like, you'd look at it and you're like, I don't know, because he really, he really risks tearing that head off. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, there's, there's not many good mascots in baseball anymore. But they don't do it like they used to with the Philly fanatic, and I think that came with a lot of like PC. Yeah, exactly. Tone it down a little bit. The younger Why? audience looks up to you. Blah 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 blah. Uh, just. That's a Are whole different. That's a whole different podcast. Dad, yeah, that's <laughs> what. That's, that's a like whole four, different podcast. Why? <laughs> that's like four episodes of a different, uh, yeah, different podcast. Yeah. No, did did uh, the mascot? Did he used to be a lot more fun? No, he's still fun. Oh no, he's oh. still the best, he and he's like hilarious. I, I, but it, it's it not was, as violent. It was more of an era where it was acceptable for like the coach to hit the mascot. And yeah, really, for people to screw around a lot more, where now like, it's frowned upon. Not frowned a little bit frowned upon for. I don't want to say violence, but that kind of behavior. It's really it's a mascot geared towards children, and so like to have a mascot out there with a dummy that looks like the coach, <laughs> and he's punching the dummy in the face. I can I get it why like some families would be like we don't want it that scene. I personally don't care because it's. It was more a acceptable big, in the 80s. Mascot and 90s. Shoot, I used to watch yeah. Chucky when I was a kid. Yeah, and that explains a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it does. but on that note, I'm <laughs> I'm dozing. Oh, oh I never easily. saw this. <laughs> He's doing Pokemon Go with Pikachu. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I was watching it. I was watching the whole thing. Yeah, that, there's good stuff. Uh, anyway. Yeah, he would he would mess with the refs or the refs, the umpires. And he would mess with security. 
I think he's been kicked out of a game before. <laughs> like he got ejected yeah. from a game before. I mean, it wasn't real. Probably not, but still funny. No, no. Yeah, the um, ejected him. Yeah. Ever seen... He had a dance off with one umpire one um, time. What was it? There, the not many stadiums have mascots anymore. I think that's no. part of the problem. And basketball Japanese... has a few. The it's mascots? a deeply rooted uh, tradition for Philly. Did you hear me? No. The Japanese mascot? I didn't no. think so because I thought you were ignoring me. Japanese mascot. Yeah. Do you ever see those mascots they have for their baseball games? Negative. No. No. They're hilarious. They're really funny looking. Link a video. They have a fish. Well, while you're doing that, I feel you should do your thing. Yeah, let's wrap. That was oh, yeah. a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. If um, yeah, if any of you have any stories you would like us to share, just send them our way, and we will share them on the interwebs, Facebook, yeah. Twitters, Instagrams, tyshh podcast things you should have heard podcast. Drop us a line. Yeah, and while we're on our break, feel free to provide any suggestions. We will keep an eye out for them. We will do that. But we yes, are we taking a our inter, I guess, about every 15 episodes. I know we're on 27, but Amber's episode was kind of a three-parter, four-parter. Yeah. We, are, we are taking a much-needed break. We are tired. <laughs> we need we need some sleep. Old. Yeah, we, that's... I'm getting old. Yeah, we're taking our fall vacation. Yes. Watch the leaves drop. The boys just took their fall break. Time for us to take our. Yay. And, uh, we will post more information when we decide to get back up and running. And then uh, we will go from there and see what's yep. going on. Don't forget to send the stories. Yep, 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 yep. So when we come back, we'll probably have Amber back on to see how her, from her releasing her story to the public. And how the kind of feedback she got back. That'll be a good one. And then hopefully yeah. I'll finally bring my friend Dode on from Scotland. We mean to do that for ages. Just one of those. Try to get the schedules right. Because he has five hours time difference. Yeah. And, and he just moved not too long ago. So there was a little bit of that. Getting him settled in his new house. And all that fun stuff. But hopefully we'll, uh, we'll do that when we come back. Sounds good. Note, as always, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great week. Later. Gator. Later. Potato.